G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. The Story He was a violent dad in some cases. One of the worst situations that I could live with him was when I was 12 years. He wanted to kill himself in front of us. So it was a, a difficult situation, but then God began to change many things in the life of my father. Now my father became a Christian. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, I always love to hear the stories of sponsored children, and that's exactly what we'll be doing today. Solani Castablanco is from Colombia and grew up in a poor family with violence and a suicidal father. However, the trajectory of her life was radically changed when she became a sponsored child with compassion. Karen Hunt caught up with her while she was visiting a Hillsong conference in Sydney and found out her amazing life journey. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to see here and to uh, talk to you. So thank you. You're very welcome. And you haven't been in our country for long. You've come from Colombia and you've come because you are a former Compassion sponsored child. You know, the whole organization of compassion really does work and you are living testimony of that fact since like the age of six so welcome to australia have you ever been here before no never it's my first time here and it's my first time out of colombia too out of colombia yes yeah this trip it's a, a dream comes true for me yeah, God bless me so much for those weeks that I've been here. So it was fantastic. Well, your English is amazing oh. considering <laughs> that fact. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> so, honey, you are 23 years of age now, but you were six years of age when you joined Compassion as a program. To share with our listeners all across Australia, can you take us back to your early days, where exactly were you born and what was life like for you at that time? Well, um, I born in 1990s and uh, I born in Bogota, in neighborhood that uh, the name is San Francisco, like, like St. Francis, something like that. And I live uh, there with my parents uh, and my younger sister. She is uh, actually 19 years. Mm-hmm. So in my first uh, years, I lived with my in my grandmother's house. And when I was six years, my aunt knew, uh, knew the program, the compassion program, and she told my mother that was a good opportunity for us to. Uh, be part of compassion and with my cousins uh, we uh, were to the um, CDSP there in Bogota in, in near to my neighborhood so it was a blessing for the beginning uh, because um, I'm a little girl that uh, 
um, began to know more about God and know, know more about Jesus. So I'm not Christian there in this moment, but then uh, when I was nine, nine years, I decided to be a Christian and follow Jesus. So it was the best decision that I uh, could do in my short life in those moments. So when you were a solicito, yes. a little soli, yeah. <laughs> that was a, a major change in your life. Now, I'm aware that you grew up in a home that was marked by substance abuse, marked by violence, but as a, a charismatic and friendly little girl, you quickly grew to become a very confident and assured young woman. Are you willing to share with us, though, a little bit about the traumatizing experience that you had as a young girl? Uh, well, in my family, maybe we don't have uh, big problems about money, but also we have problems with my parents, with um, their relation, because they fade in, in many times. And also, uh, I saw many times where, when my father hit my mother and something like that, and also he does too. Uh, he was a violent, a violent dad in some cases. And one of the worst situation that I could live with him was when I was um, 12 years maybe. And he wanted to kill himself in front of us. So it was a, a difficult situation. But and I remember that was in December, in, in December, and maybe 2002. And this day I have uh, I had to go to the church because I had service there, and also I was part of the worship group. So I remember that was so difficult for me but in my mind I just want to do the things for God and also I, I thought that if God gave me my father and also my family he has the things in control so I, I realized that I can rest in his hands so was the thing that I did in those moments. I dressed in the hands of God and then God began to uh, change many things in the life of my father too and, and my mother also. And uh, Now they go to the church together. My father uh, became a Christian maybe three or four years ago. So it was a blessing for us now to know those kind of things. So are you an only child or you have brothers and sisters? Uh, one younger sister. She's 19 years now, actually. Mm -hmm. And she's chatty and she's a beautiful and sensible girl too. So the, the good things was that uh, any war situation that we could live there impact negative in our lives so now we are a good girls with many dreams with a lot of love for other people and also for our family to offer from others and from our family so it was great for us now see the things that God do for us 
I am loving chatting with Solicito Castablanco. How did I say that, Soli? Great. Your pronunciation, it's good in Spanish, yeah. Ah, bien, bien, bien. Gracias. <laughs> Now, listen, you were born in La Candelaria, yeah, yeah. in Colombia. We were just saying before, you grew up in a home marked by some substance abuse and, and some violence from a very young age. You actually witnessed your alcoholic dad uh, attempting suicide when you were a young girl. You and your mom, family members, you ended up discovering the Compassion Child Sponsorship Program that was available. Before we go more into compassion and, and what that looked like for you, just tell me, how long have you been in Australia now? Uh, for 20 days. Um, the, the next week is my last week here. Mm-hmm. So it was a blessing to, to stay in Australia because it's a uh, dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Uh, God answered me about one um, thing that I prayed before, many, many years before, maybe five or six years before. My dream was to uh, travel to Australia for m- one month And the idea was that I don't want to pay anything because I don't have the money to do it. And I put it in a small piece of paper from a, a book that I have with all my dreams for all my life. And in 2000, I put it, this thing. And the last year, I met a Pastor Jim Gray from St. Paul's Castle Hill Church. And he go from Col- to Colombia to... Uh, compassion travel or something like that and I met him there in a dinner and then uh, he invited me here and he said to me so you don't have to pay anything so my church supported you your travel here so when I hear this news oh it was <laughs> awesome I'm feel too happy to stay here really and I cry for many days because I'm so so happy and was an unbelievable experience. You're listening to The Story. Today, Karen Hunt is chatting with former sponsored child, Solani Castablanco, and finding out her story. And as we've been hearing, coming to Australia was a dream come true for her. Next, we'll hear how another dream came true for her, attending a Hillsong conference. We'll find out about that and more when we return. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401-132-888. Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax, and this is The Story. We're back with Karen Hunt having a chat with former sponsored child Solani Castablanco at a Hillsong conference in Sydney. Actually, being able to be at that conference was a dream come true for Solani. And to come to Sydney during the week that the Hillsong conference is on as well, what a treat. It's, it's another <laughs> dream come true. It's the really... It's a... It's a an amazing thing because I remember 
when I pray to God that I want to uh, stay, uh, be here in Australia, I saw the videos from Hilton and I say, one day I go there, one day I want to sit in a concert to Hilton, go to the church of Hilton, and, and this, uh, this morning, I sit in the, um, in the uh, worship uh, moment and I cried all the time and I said, thank you God because you don't forget any detail that I pray for you. Um, I think that compassion helped me to do this dream come true. So it was wonderful. I'm so excited. And you're here, not just solo, Solly, but your boyfriend of eight years is with you, Jewel. So we have to say g'day to Jewel. Hola, Jewel. ¿Cómo estás? Hola, ¿cómo están? Muy bien. Bendecido de estar en Australia. God bless you in Australia. <laughs> nice to meet you too, buddy. And it's great to have you come and join Solly. Is she really such a sunshiny girl? Sol meaning sun. Eh, mujer que brilla, dices. Sí, es lo que es. Sol brilla eh, en, en español es así, una mujer brillante. Yeah, Sol. it's real, he says. Yeah, it's a real woman that's shining all the time. <laughs> well, double blessing and double favor that you could both come together. Thanks to compassion and thanks to the church here in Castle Hill in Sydney. Now, you've had the same child sponsor for many, many, many years. Only one sponsor, Ola? Yeah, just one. And this particular lady is an American lady. She lives in Colorado Springs in the US of A. She has invested in your life for how many years altogether? Uh, 14 years. Yeah, she was my sponsor. She decided to continue to support my studies at the university too in LDP program, that is Leadership Development Program. So was was great. That's quite an investment. God bless that lady. I yeah. mean, you've gone all through your schooling. Yes, she's put you through university. Tell us, before we get to university days, what was life like for you then as a teenage girl in Colombia? When I was a teenager uh, I was a good student though, at, the, at, at the schools um, I studied in many schools maybe eight schools because my mother doesn't like that I stayed just for one school in the whole in, in my whole life so she wants that I go and know another things in another school so Until eighth grade, I studied at uh, pr uh, private schools. And then in um, ninth, ten, and eleventh grade, I studied at public schools. I was a good teenager, I, I think so. Maybe we, we have to ask to my mom <laughs> what is uh, his per her perspective about it. And also, all the time I uh, went to the church, I involved in, in all the activities that church uh, give me and offer me. Also, I sing in the church. Uh, I be uh, I was uh, I be part of the worship group there, and also there I can I could teach um, the teenagers in the in the school on Sundays. Uh, so it was a wonderful experience for me to do it. Those kind of things. Some people listening know all about 
compassion and probably sponsor one or two or even three children themselves. But some people may never have heard of compassion. Can you just give our listeners a little bit of an overview exactly what is compassion and what have they really done to assist you with your life today? Well, compassion is a minister that helps children to uh, go out to the poverty. This is the, the big mission of their through Jesus. So the idea with the sponsors are that the children have the opportunity to have a, a good future, have uh, the opportunity to know more about, about the life, to do, enjoy the life and enjoy the childhood uh, through the support that they give them. So in many, many countries, compassion is present and also in Colombia, it's present too. They uh, help many children through uh, many years in compassion. And last, maybe last month, in Colombia, we celebrated 40 years that Compassion created there. So it was amazing. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So uh, as a sponsored child, I I really excited to know that the things and the mission that they um, created to, from Compassion, it's a real in our lives. Also now in my life, it's, it's a, a reality. Because, uh, well, maybe I don't have problems with poverty. I have a- another problems too because God have many plans for me and for my life also. But I knew and I, I know more people, more of my friends that are sponsored child too, that they have big problems with poverty, that they don't have eat anything in many for many years for many days and compassion was a good opportunity to do it compassion provide them food provide them hope provide them love i think that was a blessing that many people here in australia uh, became an sponsors from other children so it was good for us as a sponsor child and for the sponsors too my own family, we've had three compassion children in our time. So two young girls in uh, the Philippines and also a little boy in Mexico. And having two sons of my own, we entered into the child sponsorship program when they were young because we wanted them to have brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. on the other side of the world that they could write to, they could support and grow up with and it really has been such a special part of our family life. While you're here now, while you're in Sydney, what are you looking forward to experiencing? What what are you hoping for? Well, uh, the first thing that I hope to uh, see here is the the hands of God uh, working in another lives through my testimony and through the things that they can see in my life. But also the idea for me is to um, many children have to be sponsors and also that they have the same uh, opportunities that I have it in the past. So here in the stand of compassion, I see many people interested in it to become sponsors. So if you have the possibility to do it, do it now. 
Now, I know they had, uh, they being Compassion, had a goal of about 300 or so new sponsors to come on board. They've reached 400 already. So how cool is that? Your dream for that as well has been fulfilled. If they can do more, was perfect for me. I think that uh, this is the purpose, and I and, and I think that this is the the my job here in Australia to uh, inspire others to do it. So you can do it. No. You, you're doing well, and the website to go to if people want to find out anything about compassion as such, to uh, find out other stories of other kids, young adults, or choose to sponsor a child themselves. Compassion dot com au is the place to go. I've been chatting with Solanli Castablanco, known as Sol, which means son to her friends. She's 23 years of age. She's a former Compassion-sponsored child who, with the help of her family, her local church, and of course, the organisation of Compassion, was released from poverty. Now her heart is to return to her own country and to help so many other young lives, just as she herself has been helped. Solly, it's been an absolute pleasure Pleasure to meet you. God bless you. God bless Jewel. Your time while here in Australia, and uh, I'm thinking that there are big things ahead for you guys. Uh, thank you so much. I really um, feel happy to be here in Australia, and also I want to say thank you, Compassion. Thank you, sponsors, and for you, thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the, the opportunity to share with many people my um, testimony and my experience. So was great and God bless you too so much. Bienvenidos Soli and muchas gracias. <laughs> Again the website compassion.com.au That was Karen Hunt chatting with former sponsor child Solani Castablanco and finding out her story. And what a wonderful success story. I always love to hear the difference that is made in lives of sponsor children. It really makes it more personal when you can actually learn about and meet the people who are being helped. As it says in the Bible, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. One last time, here is the website, compassion.com. Well, thanks for joining us for Solani's Story. I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on The Story. I didn't ever see uh, the full gospel like from Genesis to Revelation in art form. So I thought that's something that really needs to be done one day. And so there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to develop this. And one of the reasons is to create a tool that Indigenous Christians could use to be able to go and reach out to non-Indigenous people. Roger Latham has been a cross-cultural worker with the Indigenous people in the Northern Territory since the late 1990s. While he was there, he came up with an excellent idea to depict the entire redemptive story of the Bible using only contemporary Indigenous arts and symbols. We'll find out the story behind this collaborative artwork next time. The The Story. Just another way vision is connecting faith to life.